Welcome to the Fancy Sports Cave. This is David Gonzalez for your daily, weekly updates for the Chargers and Texans. And we're talking Texans. We're talking to my boy LJ. What's up, LJ? Oh, David, what's going on, my friend? Do not like the tone, man. I, I know, I know why you're talking like that, though. Um, so, man, these Texans. Final score was um, what was the final score? It was twenty-four to twenty-one. Twenty-four to twenty-one. Give me, give me your insights on this. Well, everybody knows that I I really critique the Texans very hard. And two things that I said before this season that were going to be key contributors to us making a playoff push. I said protecting Deshaun Watson and our cornerbacks on our defensive side of the ball cannot play one-on-one. And it showed, obviously, yesterday for the simple fact that Andrew Luck had one of the – like, it wasn't even a game to where he just dominated the whole game. It probably was maybe four four drives that he really showed that when the pressure is on and they need to make a play, he can make a play for that team. And the fact that our offensive line played so horrible yesterday, uh, Deshaun, I, I'm surprised Deshaun Watson didn't get hurt yesterday, seriously, because – First of all, let, let's start off with uh, let's start off with this man. The Texans, you know, we came in on a nine-game winning streak, and I said that this game was gonna tell where we are as a team because everybody's been talking about a soft schedule, which I agree, we did have a soft schedule, you know, in our in our nine-game winning streak. So hey, we took care of what we were supposed to do, but we came into this game, the Colts got shut out last week, so I knew that they were gonna be ready to play, especially a divisional game on the road that could keep them potentially in the wild card hunt. So, first of all, Andrew Luck, man, he, the Colts basically outplayed us. Uh, ball placement for Andrew Luck was perfect. His pocket movement, his his awareness, his, his and the ability to read defenses. And that's what messed the, uh, Deshaun Watson up yesterday. And that showed his youth. Because when he comes to the line, he doesn't know how to read defenses. And, he see, and the sacks are coming. And he's holding the ball too long trying to make plays when he should just eat the eat the plate, throw it out of bounds, do whatever you have to do. But don't take the sack. And he does that every single time. But uh, they shut our run game down. That was the key. The coach shut our run game down, held us under 100 yards because we were averaging 120 coming into the game. They held us under 100 yards, made us one-dimensional, and they made Deshaun Watson stay in the pocket and make a play, which he couldn't because they know our offensive line couldn't protect. Um, the Colts defense played great. They were fast. They were physical. I mean, the penetration up front got it. Watson made him uncomfortable. Like I said, he couldn't sit back there and, and read. And pretty much our whole defense was covered. The, the, the raw receivers were covered pretty much the whole yeah. game. So it wasn't like he had people to throw to. Um, the Kiki injury hurt us because he was a game time decision, but they kept him out. So that, 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 that knocks us down two wide receivers because we have another one on IR. So we were limited on wide receivers coming into the game. So we had to throw our third-string quarterback, Joe Webb, had to play wide receiver in this game. And he also played special teams too. So he was actually running routes, David. Like he was a receiver yesterday. It wasn't like he yeah, plugged him in and made him a decoy or something. He was actually out there being <laughs> – a productive part of the office trying to, you know, make a play. But all in all, like I said, uh, it was in the second quarter, which this game really got out of hand because 
Seven minutes left in the second quarter. It was four consecutive drives that the Colts scored a touchdown. They scored three touchdowns and a field goal, which got them all their 24 points right there. And they didn't have nothing else after that. So it was just quick, quick hits when they went up tempo. Because in the first quarter, they only had one first down in the first quarter. Second quarter came in, they went up tempo, they, they went no huddle, and that's when they jumped on our defense because they know if we don't get pressure with our front four, our cornerbacks are going to get ate up. And it goes back to us not signing A.J. Boye, which is now on Jacksonville. He was our shutdown corner last year, but they didn't want to pay him. So it kind of shows now when you really need to play players, especially in games like this. So it was pretty much um, a defensive effort that beat us yesterday. But like I said, the pass protection and our cornerbacks on coverage is two glaring issues that we have on this. Defense. Yeah, um, I was just, I'm just looking at some highlights. Um, you guys got sacked a total of five times, and um, and those are some big boys. And you guys only got to them, I believe, twice. Yes, only twice. And um, yeah, that offensive line is something to really be like. That offensive line protects him, and it's crazy how he how he shows up. He threw for 399 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. He, he and then they ran for a total. They didn't really run. There was not too much running involved. No, it wasn't. Um, yeah, you said he threw for 399, right? Yeah, 399. Uh, yeah, David, T.Y. Hilton had nine receptions, 199 yards. And it seems like when he comes to NRG, it's like his safe haven because four times in seven games he's played at NRG, he's had 100-plus receiving yards on us. And yeah. wow. it, that's, that's just ridiculous. Um, uh, and like I say, we you know that coming in too. So the game plan should be to – double coverage T.Y. Hilton and let them beat you another way. But it seems like to me, um, like I said, they took away our run game. We only averaged 2.5 yards a carry yesterday. So for you to depend on the passing game that much, I don't think Watson can read defenses enough and make plays on the run like that now because it's predicated on him being protected for him to make plays. And like I said, the defense of the Colts, man, they penetrated up front, made issues for him all day long. And it pretty much was, like I said, they've had to play catch-up again because they scored a late touchdown. But uh, at the end of the play, it was, it was a key play I want to talk about. But uh, I know you saw – did you see Devadian Clowney jump off sides at the end of the game? Third, on a third and one, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. And you knew, you knew that he was trying to get you to jump off sides. And I, I really don't understand defensive players when they're trying to time the snap count. I mean, just look for the ball to be snapped. Like, how how often are you going to perfectly time a snap count every single time like that? I mean, so, uh, yeah, like I said, man, the Colts, the Colts played well enough to win that game. But at the same time, we made some mistakes that could have had us in that game of a potential to win. But 5 of 15 on third downs, like I said, 25 attempts, 89 yards. We didn't have no 100-yard rusher. We didn't have a 100-yard receiver, and we even won the turnover battle. We didn't even turn the ball over, but we were undefeated when, 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 we, didn't win the when we won the turnover battle, and they broke our streak yesterday. So they broke two streaks. They broke our winning streak, and they broke our turnover streak yesterday. Yeah, and I'm just reading here. You guys, um, in your guys' nine straight games, you hold them under 25 points. That's the longest active streak in the league right now. So you guys are doing something right. It's just um, that, yeah, you lost A.J. Boy. 
you know, the last year, and you guys don't really have that one that one corner that that could get you a stop when you need it. But um, yeah, that was I, I'm seeing the highlights. It's a really good game, and Andrew Luck is a baller. I'm glad they got an offensive um, offensive line for him, so they could block for him now. But uh, yeah, but it's they a, did. it's a good game. Um, you're still nine and four though, so not you're still first place in your division, and the I mean, Colts move. I mean, we- we missed a great opportunity because the Patriots lost yesterday and the Steelers lost. Yeah. And the Chiefs barely won yesterday, so they still got that number one. We, if we would have won that game yesterday, we would have had the second seed. Mm-hmm. We would have been tied with the Patriots with the second seed, so we would have had to depend on them losing again. But if we could have controlled our own destiny, that's what I'm saying. Because now I really feel – because like I said, I didn't guarantee us a win yesterday. I told people that we're going to have to play – uh, we're gonna have to play this game, and it showed because, like I said, the pass protection and our cornerbacks are our key detriments of our team, and it showed yesterday. It shows what a great quarterback can do on our defense. Number one, and number two, uh, like I said, now I feel we have to win out in order to have home field advantage because if we have to go on the road for the first of the, uh, wild card game, and let's just say we got to go to the Chargers, go to y'all, we're gonna lose that game. Because we're not ready to go on the road and win a playoff game. I don't think we are. But at home, the first playoff game, I think we can squeak by. But it depends on the matchup, but I think we can squeak by. But the first road game, I don't see it happen. So I think we have to win out now, David. No more losses. Yeah, it seems like it's going to be an uphill battle for you guys um, from now on. But um, we'll see where it goes. Hey, we'll see, man. But speak, like I said, we might have to play y'all. But speaking of the Chargers, man, I, I saw the – little bit of the highlights yesterday. Uh, it was a 14-point spread, I believe, right, it, that game? Yes. And Cincinnati covered that spread, I believe. So let, let's talk about that, man. What what, what did you see yesterday as far as your charges? Um, it wasn't the prettiest. It wasn't the prettiest win. Um, I thought it was going to be a way bigger margin than what it was. But um, crazy stat was first quarter, we scored on our first two drives fast, quick, less than four minutes. We had 150 total yards in the first quarter alone. Hmm. Second quarter, we only had two yards, total yards. <laughs> Whoa. So, yeah, they made they really made adjustments um, defensively, and they really held us down for a little bit. They Not, not all the way, but they held us down for a little bit. But um, so let me get into this. Here we go. Phillip Rivers, man. This dude don't put up the big numbers. He don't pick up those flashy numbers. But this dude threw for 220 yards on 19 and 29 passing and one touchdown, no interceptions. Um, they came out, like I said, came out the gate, hot, 150 yards. And then, um, let's see, yeah. But Keenan Allen, my boy, scored another touchdown. Uh, Phillip Rivers just really knows how to find his man. It was on a, it was a first, it was a first drive, and he just floated a beauty. And it's like the same, it's like the same spot every time. At the end of the end, the corner of the end zone, tippy toed his feet in. That dude's a big guy. Caught a touchdown. Um, Keenan Allen was the team leader. We didn't have a 100-yard um, receiving guy. He had 78 yards on five catches. All the receivers had less than 50. So our passing game wasn't, you know, we he didn't have to throw for too much. He only threw 29 times, and um, he didn't go too much. But the run game, now that Mel- Melvin Gordon was out once again, but both Eckler and Jackson had to step up to the play and perform, which they did. Eckler rushed for 66 yards, 15 carries, and a touchdown. And the touchdown he scored was again in the first quarter. Um, just a first, uh, f- it was a first and goal, five yard out, dove and got the ball over the plane, pushed the pushed the ball over. But Jackson, I really thought Jackson was going to have a bigger game. 
He only he rushed for 12 yards on seven carries. So I was a little disappointed in that. They should have used utilized them a little more. But I'm not I'm not tripping too much on that. Um, Melvin Gordon is still questionable for our next matchup, which is sucks because we're on a short week. We're on, we're playing Thursday night against the mm-hmm. divisional Chiefs. And see this game, mm. I can't wait to talk about this game. I'll talk about that one a little later. But um, the Chargers seem to be in good hands if Melvin Gordon's not there. It's 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 most likely Gordon will be there, but if he's not, I I still trust in Eckler, and in Jackson. But what I'm real impressive is the defense, man. This defense got some clutch stops when we needed them. We we stopped them from two point two point two two point conversions. Yeah, but the refs, man, it was really inconsistent on some calls. They didn't get some PIs. They gave us some PIs against like calls against us. That wasn't really right. But the biggest call now, this one, did you see the game? Or did you see anything about it? Like, did you see? No, did you get a chance to? I, I saw a little bit of the highlights, but I didn't actually see okay. it. Okay, yeah, this was not on the highlights. The biggest call, okay, it was a rollout. It was like a, a third. It was third and goal. And um, Dristic, um, Dristel um, rolled out, dodged the Joey Bosa sack, and dove for the end zone, but no one touched him. So his knee went down. At the one-yard line, the ball didn't cross the plane, but no one touched him until he got into the end zone. Mm-hmm. So it was ruled a touchdown. Um, Anthony Lynn challenged it, and the ref – now, listen to this. This – I was even – I was like, wow. The ref said he gave himself up, so as soon as that knee went down, that's him being down. The ball didn't cross the plane, so it was at the half-yard line because he was giving himself up, but he was diving – but giving himself up at the same time because he didn't want to get hurt. So it was like he dove, but it was like he was giving himself up. So that stopped him from getting a touchdown, made him kick a field goal, which is really key because if they would have scored that touchdown, we would have been down and we would have had to come back. So yeah. the officials, I think, really messed up. Even the announcers were just like, wow, that's just bogus. Like Marvin Lewis was pissed, and I would have been pissed too because no one touched him until he got into the end zone. So they settled for a field goal, but on, on both those stops, um, and and you know it was crazy. Last time the Bengals converted a two point conversion was in two thousand five against the Chiefs in like October. So hmm. the first one, the first one they're trying to get, uh, they threw a little out route to Joe Mixon and my boy Derwin James. This dude had seven tackles. He was on every single play. This dude was there. Got the stop on, uh, behind the line of scrimmage, so they couldn't get the two point conversion. The second one. Um, came up super big. Um, Darius Phylon, I think that's the proper way to spell it or say it, got a sack. Um, before he could even look on the defender, so he got that one, kept the score 23 um, 21. So, I mean, our defense has been really stepping up lately, and I really am impressed with that. They did, um, they didn't allow that much yards. Um, Joe Mixon did have a combined of 130 um, all purpose yards, and that's what have been our struggle is the, like, the, um, Run game because the linebackers and the defensive linemen, but um, Nushena Owosa had a sack. Um, Joey Bosa had a sack. I feel like we're getting to him. Joey Bosa only played four games. He has four sacks already. (laughs) So this dude is getting the sack a game pretty much. So I mean, I really like Joey Bosa. Looks healthy. I love it. I love seeing him healthy. I like the pressure we're getting. But um, let me tell you about Michael Badgley, dude. He went five of five, or um, he went four of four field goals. And two and two at extra points, and he broke a record for longest kick in Chargers franchise history—a 59-yarder. This boy kicked it. I'm, I'm, that's not that's not so long to other kickers, but that's I, 
if you're a Charger fan, that's crazy. You can't even make our kickers can't even make 24 yard field goals. But um, the key point on this field goal, um, it was a couple seconds. We're trying to drive down the field. We're driving. We're driving, and we're we're behind. And and it was a third and one, I believe, or it was a it was a it was something like that. And they got an offsides call and gave us five extra yards. And he kicked a field goal. He it was a 64 yarder before that. And and Antolin threw him out there. They threw him out there, going to kick a 64 uh, yarder. But then they went offsides, so they advanced him five more yards to get 59 uh, to get a 59 yard kick. So big big penalty there. Like I said, the big penalty that um that probably could have determined the game. But overall, my conclusion is still and will take the AFC West this year. They will take it this year. I am scared, nervous, anxious. There's so much words to describe how I'm feeling on Thursday versus the Chiefs, but that game will define who we are. I think we're the only team in the AFC defensively that can handle the Chiefs and offensively. I just I can't wait. It's AFC West. Oh, I'm like I'm. Oh, and and whoever wins this one and wins out for the rest of the season takes the AFC West crown. Get that second or first even seed. I, I mean that sounds crazy right now. Or that sounds crazy if I said that at the beginning of the season. No. Now looking at it now, I mean, yeah, I I agree with you because if y'all went out and let's say Kansas City, like I said, have to lose to y'all on Thursday, and then if they lose to Seattle the following week, uh, y'all have a great opportunity to take that AFC West crowd. Um, and then you have to play Denver at the end of the season. So and we got the Ravens. Oh, y'all play the Ravens still. Yeah, we play the Ravens Saturday oh, night after, oh, oh. after Thursday. Yeah, yeah, that that might be a loss. <laughs> yeah, that this go come. It's gonna be tight. Baltimore gave Kansas City all they could yesterday, though. Like, I'm, yeah, they were fighting for their heart right there. I yeah, that, see it. that fourth down that Patrick Mahomes threw to Tyreek Hill was just incredible. I, I just don't understand how he saw him, but we'll talk more about that later uh, tomorrow on a, you know our podcast playoff podcast. But uh, like I said, Chargers, great win. I applaud you. Um, it was funny how y'all both were exactly five for fifteen on third down. I think y'all had the yeah thirty eight percent yeah identical stats. Uh, you did turn the ball over, which was great. And you like you say, your defense is still uh, top in this league. And you may be right about uh, offensively, defensively, and special teams. Man, y'all may be the most balanced team in the AFC right now that can compete with Kansas City. So my eyes will definitely be tuned in on Thursday. <laughs> and you know what's crazy about Thursday? Just a side note, LeBron James is going to be here. The Lakers play the Rockets Thursday night. So I got to cover oh. I have to cover that game, and I have to watch this game. So I don't know how I'm going to do <laughs> that. I'm going to be up pretty late. But, hey, I'm a sports guy. This is what I do. So, hey, sometimes you got to suck it up. Yeah. <laughs> Another crazy stat for to show our improvement because last time we versed them was early in the season. September we allowed 30, 30 points per game, one hundred and eighty five total yards, and a hundred passing rating. Since October we allowed sixteen points, three hundred nine total yards, and eighty one point one passer rating. So that shows us being improved. And week one against them at home was a disaster. We got blown out. It was bad. Week week fifteen looking different, and I'm telling you. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a good game. I called off work, so I should be able. To, I'm I'm gonna relax and watch that whole game, every single thing about it. I can't wait. We're gonna get to Mahomes. If we could get to Mahomes, I think that's the key. If we get to him, he gets a little nervous when he gets some pressure, some real hard pressure. I see him. He can scramble, so we got to contain him, pressure him, contain him, 
and we got to stop the run game, which I'm not too I'm not too afraid about that. But we got a Tyree kill, double Tyree kill. Let let the other receivers. I don't care. You triple Tyree kill. Do not let that boy have a safety. Have Derwin James on him twenty four seven. I don't care. Have at least two dudes on that guy ten yards away from him, distance and one on him. You just got it. That dude has so much speed. You know you can't catch a cheetah. So. I think that's my overall reason now. Hey, I, I I think that you're gonna have to play on defense the same way that the Colts played us yesterday. Keep Patrick Mahomes in the pocket and bring pressure up front. Because if you let him roll out, that's where he makes all these dynamic plays. But when he's in the pocket, I mean, I'm not saying he can't do it, but that'll just eliminate uh eliminate an extra advantage that he has keep him in the pocket make him throw from the pocket and if he's that good hey he's that good but i think your defense can do it because y'all can play one-on-one your cornerbacks can play you probably got the best cornerback in the game uh what's his name hayward what's his name hey, uh, hayward jr yeah him, dude. he's a bad boy so y'all defense can definitely play one-on-one um but bosa and like you say uh ingram on the on the defensive side they can bring pressure so I, I'm definitely going to be tuned in Thursday night, buddy. This is going to be the game of the year for us, y'all. Yeah. Definitely. But, All uh, right. Well, that's the wrap-up. Um, that's it. That's the Texans and Chargers recap of this week. And tune in tomorrow where we talk about the new playoff picture. A couple things switched up here and there. Maybe some new situations popped up. But, um, LJ, where can they, um, where can they get, um, get to contact you? They can follow me on Twitter. LJ from Houston at LJ from the H. Uh, we got the content up for us, like a Texas, and like I said, I cover the Rockets as well. So if you like the NBA, look on there for some Rocket information. Um, I, I retweet the videos. Y'all can leave comments. Y'all can ask us questions. Anything y'all want to uh, know about the show, y'all can engage. We love engaging with the people. So hit me up on LJ from Houston at LJ from the H. And if you want to follow me both on Instagram and Twitter, um, Twitter is the nose nose at the sports guy, David at sports guy, David. And on Instagram is the same thing at sports guys, David. You want to talk about fancy football. You got questions, debate, anything about it. You guys want to implement new things or give us ideas. Let us know. We're here for the people. And you can you can hear all our podcasts and all our and read all our articles on the fancy sports cave. We have every single social media. We have Facebook, Twitter. Instagram, we got Spotify podcast, we got Apple podcast, Apple news, we got every social media outlet you could think of. We got type in fancy sports cave, and you can find us. So, um, that's it. I'm David Salsa Fourth, and I'm out. Peace.